Hello and welcome back to Koala Moon, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. The supportive superstars I'd like to thank for joining our club today are sisters Charlotte and Hannah, Odea from Germany, Elizabeth from Southampton and a happy birthday to Greta from Lakewood, Ohio. Thank you all as always for coming on board and joining the gang. You have so many stories to listen to now. Enjoy them and remember to hit follow in your podcast app so you can get every Koala Moon episode magically appearing for you to listen to whenever you fancy. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Ooh la la, tonight's tale is truly cheesetastic. You'll no doubt think I'm pulling your leg when you hear what cheesy shenanigans go on in this little British village. But I promise you, with all my heart, that what you hear in this story is true. I can't wait to tell you about it. But first, let's get into bed. Wiggle, jiggle and roll about a bit if you need to, and you're still feeling energetic. (sighs) And then, when your body is ready to rest, just let it. And as you do so, take a lovely big breath to sigh out. There you go, nice. Now relax and see if you can remember our dapper French friend Cam Humbert from France. Boy, does he love his cheese. And he's always on a mission to find more and learn about them. There are so many to discover, after all. Tonight, he's making a special trip to England. In fact, not too far away from where I'm standing right now. And he's coming to take part in a most peculiar but brilliantly fun race. This is Cam Umber and the Great Cheese Race by Alicia Ainsley. If you've ever been to France before, then you will know that they have lots of lovely shops selling delicious things on almost every corner. You can find boulangeries and patisseries that sell delicious baked goods, poissonnerie that sell fish, and of course, fromagerie where you can buy cheese. One of the most popular fromagerie in France belongs to a bear named Cam Humbert. Cam Humbert's fromagerie was well known by the locals and not-so-locals for being a truly top-notch shop where you were guaranteed to find a huge choice of cheese on offer, all served with a smile by the passionate owner. Cam Humbert's mission was to offer as many different cheeses from around the world as possible. Camembert had caught the travel bug after his recent trips to Italy and the mountains of France, where he discovered a variety of delicious, unique cheeses that he'd never heard of before. Now, he was constantly looking for new places to visit and new cheesy delicacies to try. He wanted the menu in his fromagerie to be the most elaborate, most exciting menu around. 
He wanted everyone to know about Cam and Bear's fromagerie and its global cheeses. So, Cam and Bear was always on the lookout for new places to visit. Recently, he had heard about something that sounded right up his street. Cam and Bear had recently overheard a pair of visitors to his fromagerie discussing a great cheese race. One of them mentioned how they had visited Gloucestershire in England the year before and watched something rather amusing. In an English town, animals and people alike had chased a giant wheel of cheese down a large hill and the first to catch the cheese won the whole thing. And apparently, it was rather spectacular tasting cheese too. Camembert's interest was piqued immediately and he started to do some research of his own. The customer was right. The cheese race was held every year in Gloucestershire, England, at Cooper's Hill. The area is world famous for its double Gloucester cheese and that was exactly what everyone chased down the hill. The contest attracted lots of onlookers and participants alike. As soon as Camembert read about it, he wanted to be one of them. He wanted to take part in this great cheese race. Luckily for Camembert, he knew exactly who he could ask to stay with during his visit. Over the years, Camembert had adopted several pen pals whom he regularly wrote to but had never met. He had pen pals in India and Greece, Canada, and Japan. But the pen pal he knew he could call upon on this occasion was a British stoat named Bree, who he had been conversing with for the past three years. Miraculously, Bree lived in a little village close to Cooper's Hill called Snow's Hill. She was a mother to four tiny stoats and had a husband named Barry. Bree worked in a cafe in the village, and she and Camembert had struck up a friendship over their shared love of food. Bree had said several times over the years that whenever Camembert wanted to visit England, he was always welcome to stay with her. So this would be the perfect opportunity to finally meet his British pen pal. Camembert rifled through his drawers and found the letters he had received from Brie over the years. Once she'd written down her telephone number, and that was exactly what he needed right now. He found the number, picked up his phone, and dialed the digits. The line rang a few times, but there was no answer. Camembert was just about to hang up when he heard the click of a receiver and a quintessentially British voice sweetly spoke down the phone. Hello, the stoked residents, the voice said. Camembert's heart skipped a beat with excitement. Brie, is that you? Cam asked down the phone in his deep French accent. There was a delighted gasp from the sweet voice on the other end of the line, and they replied, Yes, it is. Cam, is that you, my dear? 
Camembert chuckled and confirmed that yes, it was him. Cam and Brie laughed and chatted for almost an hour, absolutely thrilled that they were finally hearing each other's voices. Cam and Bear explained to Brie that he would love to take a trip to England to attend the Cooper's Hill cheese rolling race. And before he could even ask, Brie immediately offered him a place to stay. She would be honoured to host her precious pen pal in her home. The plan was set, and Camembert and Brie agreed that he would visit for the May bank holiday weekend. Together, they would attend the Great Cheese Race, and in their spare time, Brie would show him a true British welcome and give him a tour of her local area. When the day finally came for Camembert to visit England, Brie collected him from the airport in her adorable little blue car and drove him out of the bustling city and into the idyllic, peaceful, winding roads of the Cotswolds. The Cotswolds were known for being an area of outstanding natural beauty, and Cam could see why. Everywhere he looked, there were rolling hills of green for miles and miles, and charming little towns dotted in the midst of it all. Stone walls snaked across the hills, separating sections of land and lining the roadsides, and wooden gates provided passage through the fields for walkers. Smatterings of woodland broke up the landscape, and rivers wound their way through the towns and into the dips in the hills. After some time, Bree drove her car into her village of Snows Hill, and Camembert was blown away. It was like taking a step back in time. The village was only very small, but it was still breathtaking. All of the houses were made of yellow stone, and their walls appeared to be just a little crooked, giving away how old the buildings were. A church stood proudly in the centre of the village, and the houses and cottages were all lined up around it in a big circle, backed by tall green trees. Bree waved to a few friendly villagers as she drove by, and they all took a double take at her car when they realised that there was a massive brown bear crammed into the passenger seat alongside her. Bree giggled noticing her fellow villagers' confusion as they drove past, and said to Cam and Bear, <laughs> What must we look like? Bree pulled up the tiny blue car outside a sweet, yellow, crooked cottage with a grey thatched roof and a sky-blue front door. Green vines swept up the front of the house, and pink flowers bloomed daintily within the leaves. It looked like a cottage straight out of a storybook. Welcome to my home, Brie announced cheerfully, gesturing to the pretty cottage as she stepped out of the car. It is magnifique, Camembert replied, complimenting her house. As if on cue, the front door to the cottage swung open and out poured four little stoats, 
giddily running towards Camembert. The tiny stoats climbed up his big furry legs and crawled all over his body, scratching his fuzzy bare head with intrigue. Is this your friend from France, Mama? One of the little stoats asked in a squeaky voice. He's a very big stoat, another young stoat commented. Camembert chuckled and replied, <laughs> That is because I am not a stoat. I am a bear. The little stoats all scuttled back down onto the ground and stood in front of Camembert in a straight line, gazing up at him in awe. Wow, one of them sighed. We've never met a bear before. Bree trotted towards the front door of the cottage and said, Well, now you have. Now, give Mr. Camembert some room. That was not a very proper British welcome. The little stoats apologised for climbing all over Camembert and politely offered out their tiny hands to shake his massive paws. Cam learnt that Bree's children were called Wensley, Blue, Philly and Quark. The family of stoats led Camembert inside the cottage and instantly set to work, making him feel right at home. He had his own cosy little bedroom at the back of the house with feathered pillows and a big warm duvet on the bed. Camembert couldn't wait to climb into it later. Out of the window, he had a wonderful view of the garden filled with white roses and a dinky pond in the middle. Once he had unpacked, Cam and Bear returned downstairs and sat at the dining table. Bree served up a big teapot full of tea for Cam and Bear to enjoy, with a selection of delicious cakes and scones that she had made herself. There were cold cherry scones and warm cheddar scones, which Camembert particularly enjoyed, along with so many different cakes that he could hardly keep track. There was a Victoria sponge, a fruit cake, a pink and yellow checkerboard loaf called Battenberg cake, and a nutty Bakewell tart. He couldn't remember the other names, but they were all equally as scrumptious as each other. Bree boasted that baking cakes was practically a competitive sport here in England, and they took it very seriously. By the time Camembert had gratefully eaten up everything that Bree had prepared for his special afternoon tea, he was stuffed and needed a long nap. He retreated to his cosy little bedroom at the back of the cottage and laid down on the bed satisfied with his full tummy and looking forward to the cheese-rolling race he would get to witness the very next day. At dinner time, Camembert joined the Stoat family as they sat down together for dinner. Bree's husband, Barry, was back from work at the post office and he was eager to share the ins and outs of his day with Camembert, who listened graciously. As Bree placed their plates of dinner on the table, a meal of bangers and mash, 
Barry asked Camembert about himself. What brings you to Snow's Hill then, Cam? Barry asked, pouring thick gravy all over his mashed potatoes. Camembert explained that he had travelled all the way over from France to take part in the Cooper's Hill cheese rolling race. Wensley, the oldest child, giggled and said, What a funny type of race. But Barry seemed to take it very seriously and added, It is a bit of a wacky concept, but it is a tradition that's been going on for hundreds of years. We'll be wishing you the best of luck tomorrow, Cam, old chap. Camembert smiled and thanked Barry for his well wishes. He was looking forward to it, although at that moment he didn't realise just how wacky the race would be. On the day of the great cheese race, Bree drove Camembert over to Cooper's Hill where the race was hosted. Bree drove them both in her little car again and Camembert had to stoop very low to squeeze his big furry body inside. No matter how small he tried to curl himself up, his fluffy bare ears still poked out of the open window in the roof and he held his knees close to his chest. They drove around the winding roads of the Cotswolds and eventually parked up at the bottom of a steep grassy hill. Cam and Bear stepped out of the car and stretched out his body with relief as he took in the sight of Cooper's Hill. It was much taller than he had imagined it would be. Other animals and people were already making their way up the big hill towards the start line, whilst an audience gathered at the bottom in a big crowd, and TV reporters set up their cameras to capture the occasion. Bree explained that the Cooper's Hill cheese rolling race was a very popular event and competitors came from all over the world to take part. Cam and Bear was pleased to see so many cheese lovers in attendance. He felt right at home, although Cam and Bear was still yet to try this famous double Gloucester cheese. It would be fantastic if the first piece he tried was from the prize winner's wheel of fromage. Camembert started to walk up the hill, but noticed that Bree was not following him. He turned back and asked, Bree, mon ami, are you not coming? Bree admitted that she would prefer to watch the race, not take part in it. She wished Camembert good luck and promised that she would cheer him on from the finishing line. Camembert said goodbye to his friend and gazed ahead to the top of the hill. It looked like he would have to do this alone. At the top of Cooper's Hill, there was a varied assortment of animals ready to compete in the race. There was a troop of English rabbits wearing large running shoes and crash helmets who looked like they were taking it very seriously, along with a Scottish owl in a sweatband and a sports shirt who was stretching its wings in preparation. There were animals from much further afield 
who had traveled far to join the race too. A panda from China sat on the ground, touching their toes calmly, and a monkey from Gibraltar jogged on the spot to warm up. Cam was starting to think that he had underestimated just how competitive this race was going to be. It seemed that everybody was desperate to catch the wheel of double Gloucester cheese. Camembert decided to take a look at the race route and peered over the edge of the hill. It was very steep and a long way down to the bottom where the finish line was. Camembert would need to be careful as he ran down the hillside. It was a long way to go. All of a sudden, the master of ceremonies stepped forward, carrying the prized wheel of cheese that they would all be chasing. It was about the size of a small bicycle wheel, and it looked rather heavy. It was decorated with a red ribbon, and the master of ceremonies held it as though it was a precious jewel that mustn't be dropped. The master of ceremonies stood at the top of the hill and announced to everyone that she would count from one to four. On three, she would release the cheese, giving it a one-second head start. And on four, the competitors would be free to chase after it. Whoever caught the wheel of cheese at the bottom of the hill would be the winner. Camembert felt the crowd of competitors around him close in to get closer to the cheese. There were a lot of competitors. Camembert counted almost 40 of them. If he wanted to win the grand prize of cheese, he couldn't let his eyes off the wheel for a second. If he lost it, then he would struggle to find it again amongst the crowd of animals. Camembert locked his eyes on the wheel of cheese and braced himself to run. The master of ceremonies began the count. One, two, three, she dropped the wheel of cheese and it began to roll down the hill quick as a whippet. Four, she cried and the competitors dashed down the hill excitedly. The crowd at the bottom cheered and applauded everyone as they raced after the wheel of cheese, and Camembert felt as though he was in a dream. It was all so surreal. He kept his eyes on the wheel of cheese, hurtling down the hill. He bent down onto all four of his bare paws and began to charge down the grass. His four strong legs helped him powerfully race down Cooper's Hill, keeping his balance all the way. He zigzagged in and out of the other competitors, sprinting as fast as he possibly could towards the cheese. All around Camembert, the other competitors attempted to get down the hill as fast as they possibly could. The troop of rabbits hopped along, trying not to trip over their long feet, and the panda rolled all the way down the hill like a giant, fluffy, black-and-white snowball. 
Without the use of its wings, the owl struggled to keep up with everyone else and fell behind. Meanwhile, the monkey from Gibraltar tumbled and bounced down the hill, losing sight of the cheese wheel straight away. All of the different animals running the race moved as quickly as they could in their own individual ways, but nobody was as fast and sturdy on their feet as Cam M. Bear. Cam M. Bear honed in on his cheesy target and went for it. His paws dug into the mud and propelled him forward down the hill expertly. But the cheese was rolling very fast. It must have been going over 70 miles per hour. As the cheese approached the bottom of the hill, Cam and Bear wondered if he or anyone would catch it in time. It rolled towards the audience at the base of the hill, and they all moved to the sides to allow it to roll past. Seeing that his opportunity to catch it was running out fast, Cam and Bear gave himself a final push. He leapt through the air, paws outstretched, and dived onto the rolling wheel of cheese. He closed his eyes, wrapped his arms around it, and rolled forward a few times. He gradually slowed down and came to a halt. And then, when his bottom was firmly sitting on the ground, he opened his eyes and sighed with relief. He had caught the wheel of cheese. He was the winner. The audience erupted with cheer and a voice announced over the microphone, We have a winner. Mr. Cam Umbert of France has caught the wheel of double Gloucester cheese. Three cheers for our champion. Hip, hip, hooray. Hip, hip, hooray. Hip, hip. Hooray! Camembert was a little bit dizzy from all the rolling, and it took him a few moments to realise just what he had achieved. But once he had come to, he was delighted. A TV reporter rushed over to Camembert and shoved a microphone in front of his face as a cameraman filmed his reaction. The reporter asked in a clipped voice, Cam Umber, how does it feel to be the winner of this year's Gloucestershire cheese rolling race? Cam Umber smiled and admitted that it felt wonderful. He was very proud of himself. The reporter probed inquisitively, And why did you come all this way to enter? Cam Umber shrugged his shoulders and smiled sleepily gazing at the giant wheel of cheese in his hands. He replied quite simply, Because I adore cheese. His kind pen pal, Bree, 
trotted over to him to congratulate him on a fantastic job. What an achievement, Cam, Bree gushed. You will now go down in history as one of the winners of the great cheese rolling race. I can't wait to tell Barry and my little stoats all about this when we get home. Camembert sat down and placed his prized wheel of cheese on the ground. Without a word, from his pocket, he pulled out a napkin and tied it around his neck to create a bib of sorts. Then he pulled out two forks and held one out to Bree. Would you like to join me in enjoying my prize, Bree? He asked her softly. Bree giggled and responded that indeed she would. Bree sat down on the ground opposite Cam and Bear, and they tucked into the big wheel of cheese. They slipped off the decorative ribbon and peeled back the wooden casing to reveal the gooey goodness within. Camembert took the first bite of cheese and it melted on his tongue. It was well worth racing after. Camembert and Brie ate as much delicious double Gloucester cheese as they could until they were so full that they felt sleepy. They laid back on the grass and closed their eyes, listening to the crowds, competitors and TV crews gradually depart, leaving Cooper's Hill silent once more. Cam and Bear breathed in the fresh spring air and sighed. His full, furry belly heaved up and down as he breathed in and out. He was perfectly peaceful and drifted off into a cheesy dream, eager to share his success with his customers back home at his fromagerie and add this delectable double Gloucester cheese to his fromagerie's menu.